The only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy in life is to not become a saint. Leon Bloy. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and it's time again for our Sundays with the Saints segment. Now, when you hear the word saint, most of us immediately picture some extremely holy figure of centuries past who lived a perfect life that we can't even begin to match. After all, as Larry Darrell said in the film The Razor's Edge, it's easy to be a holy man on the top of a mountain. It's harder for us who live in the world. However, in today's episode, I want to introduce a man who proved that whether living in the world or in seclusion, being holy is no simple task. He also, thankfully, proved that even the most cantankerous of us can become saints, which gives me just the slightest glimmer of hope. Let's meet St. Jerome. Of all of the early church fathers, St. Jerome may be the best known after St. Augustine, for two specific reasons. He was the first to translate the Bible into Latin, the common language of his time, and he gave us one of the most famous quotes of the early church. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. He's rightly remembered for both of these things, but he deserves to be known for even more. Jerome was born around 342 AD in Striden, Dalmatia, a Roman province encompassing parts of what is now Croatia, Slovenia, Albania, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Though the exact location of Striden is unknown, it's believed to have been located somewhere near the modern capital of Slovenia. When he was around 12 years old, his father sent him to Rome to study philosophy, rhetoric, and grammar. He excelled in his studies, particularly in Latin and Greek, and like his contemporary St. Augustine, then spent much of the time when he wasn't studying in the vigorous pursuit of wine, women, and song. Also like Augustine, he was conflicted over his behavior, and through the influence of a Christian friend, ultimately became a Christian himself when he was 24 years old. He was baptized by Pope Liberius in 366. At this point, he turned his attention to studying theology, and at 30 became a monk and went to live in the Syrian desert as a hermit. Jerome spent four years in the desert and would have been content to spend the rest of his life there but his reputation had grown such that both the church officials in nearby Antioch and even Pope Damasus himself wanted Jerome to be ordained a priest. He agreed on the condition that he be able to continue his life as a monk and was ordained, but in 382 he was called out of the desert to become Pope Damasus's secretary. It was during this time in Rome that Jerome began the task of translating the entire Bible from the original Greek and Hebrew texts into Latin a project that would occupy the remainder of his life. When Pope Damasus died in 384, Jerome moved to a cave near Bethlehem to focus solely on his translation work. His completed Latin translation is known as the Vulgate and was the translation used for more than 1,000 years from roughly 405 to 1530 until the Council of Trent called for a new edition to be produced. Jerome did more than just translate the scriptures into the common language, though that would have surely been enough for him to have been considered a doctor of the church and a saint. 
He also gave aid to pilgrims in the Holy Land, wrote commentaries on the scriptures, penned numerous works defending church doctrine, and wrote a vast number of letters. And it was in these letters that we find the aspect of Jerome's character that I referenced at the beginning of this episode. As I said earlier, he was a contemporary and friend of St. Augustine, who once said, quote, What Jerome is ignorant of, no mortal has ever known, end quote. Their relationship was not always rosy, however, with Jerome once telling him to, quote, desist from annoying an old man, end quote. Now, fighting with someone who would ultimately be a fellow saint and doctor of the church would normally be enough for even the surliest of men, but not Jerome. He actually fought with two. In his book, On Illustrious Men, a collection of short biographies, he wrote this about St. Ambrose of Milan, quote, I withhold judgment of him because he is still alive, fearing either to praise or blame, lest on one hand I should be blamed for adulation, or on the other for speaking the truth. End quote. In another letter he wrote, Please beg of him not to envy eaters their teeth, because he is toothless himself, and not to make light of the eyes of gazelles, because he is himself a mole. End quote. And check out this awesome backhanded disclaimer from one of his treatises. Quote, in this treatise, I have been careful not to offend Christian feeling in any, but only to confute the lies and hallucinations arising from his ignorance and madness. End quote. Savage. Now he did, however, see that his fiery temper was not the right attitude for a follower of Christ. And he practiced some extreme forms of penance following his outbursts. One of his preferred penances involved praying for mercy while he beat his chest with a rock. It's been said that when walking past a painting of Jerome with the rock more than a thousand years after Jerome's death, Pope Sixtus V said, quote, You do well to carry that stone, for without it the church would have never canonized you. End quote. That seems a little rude, especially coming from a pope, and I think Sixtus missed the point. None of the saints were perfect and some were significantly less perfect than others. This fact should be a tremendous encouragement to all of us as we go through life. The saints never gave up following Christ or trying to be more like Him in spite of their many flaws. We should do the same. St. Jerome died in Bethlehem on September 30, 420. He was originally buried under the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, and his remains were later moved to Rome. Today he rests below the high altar of the Basilica of St. Mary Major, He's the patron saint of archaeologists, biblical scholars, librarians, students, and translators. That's our episode for today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. Thanks a lot.